Welcome to A Teaspoon of Healing, where we explore the pathways to wellness and vibrant living. Listen to personal stories of healing and interviews with experts. It's time to open a doorway to healing in your life through positive changes. Here is your host, Dawn Damari. Hi, I'm Dawn Damari, and you're listening to A Teaspoon of Healing. This is episode 21 of the podcast. And today's topic is a little fun detour from our normal scheduled programming, but it's still about food and nutrition. Today, I'm going to be talking with the owner and pioneer of Fork and Aussie Pies based in Los Angeles, California. His name is Nick Bishop. And many of you have probably thought about starting your own food business, whether it's selling healthy food products online or even opening a restaurant or catering business. Well, Nick did just that, and he has tips for those of you who want to start a venture like this. So stay tuned for that. His specialty is Australian savory pies. So we're also going to learn about what those are and his little twist on those. And the different vegan, gluten-free, and paleo, dairy-free versions of food that he has. So stay tuned for that. And as always, if you want to listen to previous shows or read my blog, visit teaspoonofhealing.com. This podcast is for informational purposes only and does not constitute medical advice. Please consult a physician or other health professional before undertaking changes in lifestyle or wellness habits. The author claims no responsibility to any person or entity for any liability, loss, or damage caused or alleged to be caused directly or indirectly as a result of use, application, or interpretation of the information presented herein. And before we get into our interview, let's hear from one of our sponsors, Golf Tours. Hi, this is Goff, owner of Goff Tours, specializing in stand-up paddleboarding or surfing lessons. I even do snorkeling. You can reach me here. Orange County has what you're looking for. You can contact me via email at gofftours at gmail.com or mobile number is 949-338-5937, gofftours.com. I'm Dawn Damari, and you're listening to A Teaspoon of Healing. Well, today I have a guest, Nick Bishop, owner and pioneer of Fork and Aussie Pies. Hi, Nick. Hey there. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Everything is great. Thank you. Great. And so Fork and Aussie Pies has locations in Santa Monica and Inglewood, California, and you also do wholesale catering and you ship pies. Correct. And you're Australian. I know that, but I can tell from the accent. <laughs> yeah, mate. I'm Australian. I grew up in Adelaide in South Australia. I lived in Sydney as well, but uh, yeah, I grew up in Adelaide. Oh, nice. And when did you come out here? So I moved to New York in 1988. I was in the advertising business for about 30 years. I lived all over the world. So I left Adelaide to go to Sydney. Then I went to New York. Then I moved to Europe. I was in Madrid and London and Amsterdam for 10 years then went back to Sydney for a minute and then ended up back in the States in San Francisco, Atlanta, New York, LA, back to London. And now I'm in LA and I've been here for about 10 years. When did you decide, I guess, to make the, the restaurant shop? concept, the fork and Aussie pies? Yes. Yeah. So I have another business I'm involved in, which is Formula One and bringing Formula One to Las Vegas. And so I was doing some Formula One business a few years ago. I was in Abu Dhabi for an F1 race, and then I was in Austin the following weekend for an F1 race. 
And I ate meat pies at both of those races. And I came back and I said to my partner that we should open a pie shop in West LA. And unfortunately, she didn't say no. And as a result, we, Jerry and I, worked on it for a little bit. But we opened our first store and sold our first pies in October of 2014. That was the Santa Monica store. And then we opened in Inglewood, which is our production kitchen, but also a restaurant in November of 2015. So we sort of three and a half years having had a business operating. And, and as you mentioned, Dawn, we started shipping pies out across the country and it's been a little nutty, I must say. It's really positive. Yeah, we ran out the first week. <laughs> really? Yeah, no, in a really good way. Yeah, we, well, we didn't run out of pies, but we ran out of boxes. So we had to slow that down. And then we were asked to do something for next week, actually, and we, we need more boxes again. So, And, I mean, we're ordering boxes by the hundreds, but we still keep running out. So we're selling a lot of pies across the country. And listeners who want to know about that, you can go to our website, which is forkinpies.com and then slash ship, S-H-I-P, and that will give you a link. So, For people who don't know, so as far as the Australian pies, so I lived in England for about two years a while back, and I do remember the pies and Cornish pasties as well, I guess. And I, again, I'm not British, but, you know, I worked in some pubs and ate a lot of the food. So is there a difference between what you would get in England versus Australian pies? or So what are they? To answer the question, the difference between an English pie is that most pies in England are served on plates with vegetables and eaten with knives and forks. And you often will find a pie in the pub, right? And then you've got the Cornish pasty. And the Cornish pasty was invented a couple of hundred years ago in Cornwall in England, and it was invented for miners. And miners would go down the coal mine, and what the Cornish pasty was was this pastry-encrusted, crescent-shaped, a bit like a calzone sort of shaped thing. And it was designed that the Cornish miners with their dirty hands and faces could hold this thing with one hand and eat it all the way down to the last bite and then throw the last bit away. And so it was a no instrument, handheld, actually finger held parcel of food. Now, pies in Australia are much more like Cornish pasties in the fact that they're mostly handheld rather than served on a plate with a knife and fork. You squirt ketchup in them. I tell Americans all day long that our pie in Australia is more like a hot dog. And what I see a hot dog as is this not very well-made, not very expensive, not very glamorous, full of mystery meat, smothered in ketchup and mustard food in inverted commas item that fills us up but really doesn't do much else and you buy them at gas stations and sea stores and sporting events that's where you buy pies in australia so you buy them at those same places you don't spend a lot of money on them you hold them in your hand and you cover them with ketchup or sauce as we call it tomato sauce so what we wanted to do was to reinvent the pie because we just didn't feel that that mystery meat bag, a.k.a. rat's coffin, a.k.a. footy pie, would really do well in the U.S. because unless you're familiar eating them, you probably won't find them that satisfying, was our belief. A bit like, you know, if a Martian arrived and suddenly ate a hot dog and an American said, oh, this is really good, this is why we eat millions of them every day, 
they'd sort of look at you and say, oh, it's not that great. So our pies, we take three days to make them. We employed a chop champion chef, Joe Yukan, to completely reinvent the pie. So he recreated it. We take three days to make them because we marinate our filling for 24 to 28 hours. We then slow cook it for two to four hours. We let it rest overnight. And then day three, we blind bake the pastry shell. We put in that filling and then we add a croissant dough top. So two pastries and a lot of prep time. And then we take that pie and we stack it on top of stuff like roasted garlic mashed potatoes, minty mushy peas, sausage croissant stuffing. The sausage stuffing has got obviously sausage and croissant, but kale and pecans and white wine and garlic and onion. We, we also add yams. And then we add gravy, mushroom gravy, creamy thyme gravy, etc. So we wanted to create a gourmet meal on a plate rather than, you know, a snack in your hand. So that's a long-winded answer to your question. No, it was a great explanation. And I tried the pies recently with my assistant and they were really good. And you were right, they, they had different things layered on top. I tried, I guess it was their minty, the minty mushy peas and the yams. And I tried a bunch of other sides. It was so good. You mentioned, and I also noticed in the restaurant, you had a photo of Chef Joe Yukan. So how did you start working with him? So in my past life in corporate America, in the advertising business, Joe did a number of events for me. So I, so I knew Joe from hiring him to do stuff for us. And Jerry, my partner, she also knew Joe from Orange County. So when we decided to embark on the pie project, we talked to Joe and 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 the short story is we told Joe we wanted to open a restaurant and he said, don't do it. And then we said, we want to open a restaurant. And he said, don't do it. And then we said, we're going to. He said, what are you going to make? And we said, Aussie pies. And he said, what's that? And I said, it's essentially like a pot pie, but you can hold it in your hand, even though we didn't end up making it handheld. So then I got him some Aussie pies to taste. And I, I, they were good pies. They were really good pies. And I said, Joe, I've been eating pies for 30 years. This is a really good pie. This is what you're going to make. And he said, I've been eating this for 30 seconds and it tastes like, you can imagine what word goes in there, right? Not a good word. And I said, no, it's a really good pie. And he said, well, it might be a good pie, but it's terrible food. And so I said, okay, dude, make me a pie you want to eat. And he said, I don't know how to make a pie. I can make an apple pie. I can make a chicken pot pie. I can make an apricot pie, but I don't know how to make a meat pie. And I said, well, you better learn. So the three-day process that I already described was Joe's reaction to that pie. So he found the ingredients were bland. That's why we mix them and, and let them you know, marinate for over a day. He found the meat was tough. That's why we slow cook, get more flavor in by resting. And then he didn't like the pastry. So that's why we used two pastries. So... So Joe completely reinvented the pie from the pastry crust, you know, up or the pastry top down. And then we added all the sides. Joe's background is that he was on Chopped. He won, he won in a season of Chopped in 2014 with an episode called Hoofing It. He was the executive chef at the Ritz-Carlton in Laguna Niguel. He is just an amazing talent because he's a really, really good cook. He's a really good listener. He doesn't have a big ego. He's an amazing, creative chef. And, you know, a lot of chefs have big egos and are difficult to manage. And Joe, Joe's very talented and is very good at, 
at having a point of view as well as very good at working with us to make sure that we've got the right stuff going out the door every day, which it seems we've been doing based on we just got confirmation that our Yelp reviews, which are good, our Yelp reviews have been very good for a long time. I mean, we've averaged four and a half stars on Yelp since we opened the first restaurant in October of 14. But somebody did a calculation recently and we have the highest ratings of any pot pie company in the US in terms of the score of the, you know, like 4.5 is the highest number that anyone's got. And, and a couple of people have got four and a half, but we have it. And nobody has as many scores as we do. So we have over a thousand reviews across all of our Yelp sites. So we're the highest rated pot pie company in the US, which I guess probably means the world. I mean, that's what Americans do, right? It's like the World Series baseball means the whole world, right? Even though no one really ever plays baseball. So yeah, I guess we're the highest rated pot pie company. So do you have any advice for someone else who's starting out in this business, say that they want to either, I don't know, they have a passion for food or they want to do, do you have any advice? Anybody who's involved, remember what I told you that Joe said when we started, he said, don't do it. And then we said, we're going to, and he said, don't do it. The reality is the restaurant business, the food business, the retail businesses, all these businesses, they're incredibly difficult. I've always worked hard in my life. I have never worked as hard as we have doing this over the last four years to try and, and, and get it and make it work. And we, we are seeing success, but it's really, really hard work. So I guess my advice is get ready to really work hard. Remember that unfortunate thing that something like 90% of all restaurants fail and they fail within the first two years. So you need to be able to be well resourced and ready to work hard. If you're passionate about it, that is critical. If you're not passionate about it, then you'll give up really, really quickly. I'm sure of that because it is as difficult as it is. But if your heart is in it and you've got the you know, pocketbook to support it, and you really believe in the concept, then absolutely give it a go and, you know, lots and lots of luck. And if you're interested in doing it and you want to have a direct conversation, you can always call me. You can find me through our website, forkandpies.com. But get ready to work your tail off <laughs> for not a lot of money. So, Yeah, that's an amazing statistic, 90% within the first two years. And, well, you guys are... Still going strong, so that's great. We're still here. That's a good sign. <laughs> and you're expanding. Now, let's talk a little bit about your pies. They're mainly meat pies, but they're also, I guess, would be savory pies. So people who are vegetarian and vegan, I did notice options for them. So what do you have for the for vegans and vegetarians? Yeah, so at the very highest level, we offer every day two beef, two chicken, two veggie, and then also a lamb and a barbecue pulled pork pie. And seasonally, we also offer a turkey sage pie. So there's nine, nine pies that we offer regularly. Of those pies, the filling inside the two vegetarian pies are vegan. And the filling inside the classic Aussie ground beef, the two chicken pies, as well as the turkey pie, are all gluten-free. So we also, per special order, we use what I call the magic pastry. And the magic pastry 
is both a vegan, gluten-free, dairy-free pastry. So when we put one of those gluten-free or vegan fillings inside the magic pastry, we end up with a pie that is either gluten-free, vegan, or gluten-free and vegan, or two of our flavors are also dairy-free, gluten-free, and vegan. But it needs to go in the magic pastry in order to be able to provide that. And then of our sides, we have two vegan sides, our yams and a new Caribbean, grandma's Caribbean bean mix, something like that is what it's called. They're both vegan. And then our peas, our mashed potatoes, as well as both of our gravies are also gluten-free. So for the vegan, gluten-free, dairy-free people, we do have some pretty good options. And for the people that don't have those dietary requirements, come and eat our gluten-free, vegan, dairy-free stuff because it's really, really good. There's no loss in flavor. They're extraordinary dishes. So you also have the gluten-free pies. And I know you probably, I think you have to order them a little in advance or just that they're made. And you also ship some of those as well, right? Correct. So yeah, the gluten-free stuff, if you want to come into the restaurant and you want to eat a gluten-free pie, if you can give us a call before, like an hour, hour and a half beforehand, then we can put that specific gluten-free pie with the magic pastry into the oven for you. If you want to come into the store and buy those pies to take home with you, then we have the gluten-free and vegan pies cold and frozen and ready for you to take. You can also order those pies through Gold Belly, which is our shipping partner, which is what I mentioned before, falconpies.com backslash ship. That's really wonderful. Well, thank you for joining me today on A Teaspoon of Healing. So you mentioned your website. Can you give that out again for listeners who want to order pies or just interested in learning about your restaurant before they come? So our overall website is forkinpies.com. So that's spelled like knife and fork. So F-O-R-K-I-N pies.com. If you're in the LA area, you can come and visit our stores in Santa Monica and Inglewood. And if you are not in the area, but you still want to see or try our food, then go to forkinpies.com slash ship. That will take you to a website, a great website, an app called Gold Belly. People from Australia that miss it, even though it's diff- it's a different style than the pies they're used to. Correct. It's different, as I mentioned, in a few ways. But most of the Australians who try our pies love them, even though they are not authentic. And most of the non-Australians who try our food absolutely raves about it. And I think that's why we have the reviews we have on Yelp and the you know very, very strong support. I guess we're doing something right. So thank you, Nick, for joining me today. And remember, so it's forkinpies.com if you want to learn more. You got it, Dawn. Thank you so much for having me. And we look forward to feeding all your listeners. And good luck with the podcast and everything. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of A Teaspoon of Healing. If you have any questions for me or for my guest, visit my website, teaspoonofhealing.com. Click on contact and I'll get back to you. You can also email me directly at dawn at teaspoonofhealing.com. You can also visit me on Instagram at Teaspoon of Healing or Facebook, facebook.com slash Teaspoon of Healing. And if you are not a current subscriber to my podcast on iTunes, I would love it if you were. 
So please visit iTunes. You can find the link to it on my Instagram. There's a link right at the top in my bio or on my Facebook and subscribe. And if you could leave me a star rating and a review, I'd really appreciate it. Well, stay tuned next week. We're going to be back to our regular programming all about healing. And I'm going to be talking to an author of a new book about how to reclaim your life. So stay tuned for that. Thank you for listening to A Teaspoon of Healing with Dawn Damari, your home for wellness and vibrant living. For more resources on wellness and vibrant living, visit us online at teaspoonofhealing.com. This podcast is for informational purposes only and does not constitute medical advice. Please consult a physician or other health professional before undertaking changes in lifestyle or wellness habits. The author claims no responsibility to any person or entity for any liability, loss, or damage caused or alleged to be caused directly or indirectly as a result of use, application, or interpretation of the information presented herein.